Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Now, Roman Gabriel III. Uh, welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Good friend coming in with us uh, from the Xfinity Series, uh, which was the Nationwide Series. And um, this guy's with the number 11 Leaf Filter Gutter Protection Chevrolet. Finished 11th in the playoff series this year. Seventh last year overall. And uh, most of all, he's a guy that uh, has a lot going on, not only as a, as a strong Christian athlete who makes a difference in the world, but a guy who's really making a difference now as he continues to climb. Uh, Blake Cook is with us. Blake, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Awesome, awesome. So tell me about family. What's that all about? My daughter's three now. So I have a five-year-old wow. son, three-year-old daughter. And, um, man, we're just uh, enjoying this freezing cold north carolina weather <laughs> not really you know we're from florida so we definitely are missing the beach right now in the eight degree weather but well, it yeah. is a great place to live raise your kids have a family and uh like you said been um been fun couple years racing in the nascar xfinity series with leaf filter gutter protection as my sponsor a great group of people and uh we just keep getting better man just keep working hard and trying to improve and and go with the flow you know, NASCAR is such an incredible sport in terms of the, the way that you guys treat the fans and uh, the way that family is integrated into the race day. I mean, I've had the opportunity to come out to a couple of races and just to see the interaction that you get to have. There's very few sports, Blake, where you get to have that interaction and your kids and your family to be a part of that whole experience, right? Yeah, I, you know, I haven't been to a lot of other sporting events, to be honest with you, other than NASCAR, so I don't really know that much different. But I do know, you know, as a driver, we go to the racetrack and we, you know, I have a clear understanding that the only reason that I get to race for a living and go get to do what I love is because there's people that are willing to pay to watch it. So we take the race fans seriously, try to have a, a connection with them, a personal connection, and now that's so easy with social media whether you're doing Facebook Lives or just tweeting constantly or Instagram stories and just interacting with your fans on social media, it, there's really no excuse to not have a relationship with people that are following your career and rooting for you every single week. So I, I take that part seriously, and I'm honored to, to have the fans that I have. You know, a lot of people don't know about your story, but it, it really is quite remarkable. I mean, you really didn't have a great deal of racing experience uh, when, when you got into this, and uh, when you got your opportunity, you took advantage of it, and people were really starting to see what your potential uh, was. So, you know, where you're at right now in the Xfinity Series, I mean, you had five top ten finishes. A couple of years ago, you were leading in in, in a race uh, with about three or four laps to go and had a battery problem. So it sounds like to me that you're getting more and more consistent and you're close to that first win. Yeah, I mean, every year we keep getting better, you know. Last year we finished better overall, but the way the playoff system works is one bad race and it really hurts your point standing. So this year we probably had a stronger year performance-wise. We had the same amount of top tens. We had a better um, finish, you know, a better season finish this year, better average start, better um, top star. You know, we got the pull at Talladega, so we started first at Talladega. We won two stages this year and led more laps than I've led in my entire career this, this one year. So 
it was definitely there's definitely progress, but the competition's tough. And this year, I really took it upon um, myself to just keep getting myself better. You know, you really can't control your car and and your pit stops and all the other things that come with the racing, but you can control yourself, where your mind's at, where your physical um, condition is. So I hired on a personal trainer this year, uh, one of the world's best motorsports trainer, and he's got me in a tip-top shape. And I'm just doing anything and everything I can to make the most out of this opportunity, Roman. You, you never know when it's going to be your last race, so I always treat every race like it's my last and give it my all. NASCAR racer with the number 11 leaf filter gutter protection team is Blake Cook in the Xfinity Series, and he's looking forward to a big year this coming year. And, uh, you know, Blake, who was, who was the driver uh, that you looked up to or drivers that you looked up to when you came into this sport and the guys that you really followed that you, that you liked? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, one of the guys, his name is Michael McDowell, and he's not even a name that a lot of people would know. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been racing, you know, mid-pack or towards the back of the pack in the Cup Series since 2008. But his drive to stay in the sport with no, you know, big family paychecks or big sponsors, you know, his hustle, his work ethic, his um, his uh, ability to uh, live a life that brings people to Christ, his, uh, the way he fathers and uh, is a husband to his wife, just an all-around great guy that I do look up to. I lean on him for a lot of advice, whether it's just um, life advice or racing advice. I think he's one of the better drivers out there, and, um, and he's just a, a solid dude. I met him a couple years ago at the uh, Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte. You're right. He's really solid, really great guy. Um, and and yeah. the, that's a great story, too, because this is an expensive sport and guys that, that hang in. And I was going to ask you that, same kind of story for uh, the Monster Energy Cup champion this year. Martin Truex is a guy who's been very popular and that people really rooted for and, and, and really dominated this year. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely they definitely have a really strong race team. That race team has been around for a long time, and over these last three or four years they've really started to shine, and this year they are able to capitalize on it and bring home championships. You know, we're really entering into a new uh, realm for NASCAR Blake, especially with a couple of years ago, uh, you know, you have Jeff Gordon that's left left racing junior because of the concussion issues, uh, had his last race uh, this last year. And they say that Jimmy Johnson's, you know, not too far behind. Um, how do you, how do you see the sport uh, uh, coming around and, and who do you see as the maybe some up and coming people? You mentioned one of them, Mr. McDowell. And who are some others that you think are going to be some guys that people are really going to want to see as, as we transition into this new generation of uh, NASCAR drivers? Yeah, you're right, man. We've lost a lot of big-name drivers and, and drivers with a, a lot of star power, big fan bases. You know, Matt Kenseth retired this year, Danica Patrick. Uh, so Dale Jr. and Danica Patrick, two of our most popular drivers, are done now. So I think Danica might have one or two races. But she's done in full time racing, and um, and that and that's kind of scary, you know, for the sport. But I do feel like as long as NASCAR continues to focus on making the racing the best it can be, uh, people will find their driver. You know, drivers all have different personalities, and fans relate to different drivers differently. But as long as there's good racing on the track, I feel like we'll have a we'll still have a strong uh, fan base. And uh, and people will find their guy. 
Blake Cook is with us, number 11 leaf filter gutter protection team. Xfinity this last year finishing overall 11th but was in the playoffs, and so he's looking forward to a big 2018 with his team. Um, you know, a lot of people out there don't know that you started as a very accomplished motocross guy before you got into cars. So what was about motocross that you loved? I mean, it was just something I started doing for fun as a kid when I was, you know, nine years old. And I'm the kind of guy where when I, when I do something, I want to be the best at it. You know, I don't just – I can't just have a hobby for fun. Like, I have to make sure that I'm pretty much – better than everybody else and very competitive and that just took um me up to racing motocross until i was 17 18 years old and never really made it in that sport you know um you know humbly saying that i didn't have what it took to, to be a professional motocross racer those guys it is it is very difficult um you have to stay healthy you know injuries set you back so long and motocross guys retire before they're 30 so it's a short career. It's just really hard on your body. And, um, you know, it's just something I decided to step away from when I was, I think, 17 or 18. And then I started racing cars when I was 20. So I uh, I couldn't get rid of racing, but I, I was, was able to let go of the motocross dream. But now it's really cool because I'm still a, a big motocross fan. I don't miss the Supercross race at all. Like, when they start racing Supercross, I'll be up until 2 a.m. watching it. I don't miss it. Yeah. And my trainer, my personal trainer now, his name's Alden Baker, and he's actually the trainer for the top Supercross racers in the world. You know, he was Ryan Dungey's trainer for when he was winning the championships. Ricky Carmichael's trainer, James Stewart's trainer, and uh, and now he has a couple guys that are going to probably keep on winning championships still. So it's fun to still be involved with that sport at a at a small level, but I definitely root for those guys. What's the thing that you love most about racing? About what you're doing now? Oh man, just the, it's strictly just the competition. It's not the speed or um, the spotlight or anything like that. It's it's strictly the competition. Continuing to challenge yourself to get better and trying to learn something new every time you're on the racetrack, and it's a very very difficult thing to win. You know, there's drivers that go their entire career without winning, and that's that's a difficult thing to live with. So you just keep on pushing, keep on trying to get better and, and win. But when I go race a, a little go-kart race that I'm, at, you know, down the road at GoPro, like I, I have a lot of fun doing that too. It, it really doesn't matter what I'm doing as long as I'm able to compete and try to win. Final 30 seconds with Blake Cook from Xfinity. Uh, he is looking forward to big 2018 season. And uh, I know, Blake, that you you have a great love for God and, and, and that this platform is important to you. So, uh, you know, what's changed for you since a few years ago when we talked? Oh, man, I mean, I don't really know. It, things change so quick, you know, as far as my Christianity goes, just trying to live a, a godly life. You know, I wake up, first thing I do in the morning is uh, read the Bible, read a chapter, uh, do a, a U version plan and just try to get my day started with some scripture and things I can apply to that day, you know, one day at a time. Where this morning I read Matthew, um, Matthew 6, verse 33. So uh, I ended up just reading the whole Matthew chapter 6. So then you take that that uh, chapter and try to apply it to my life today and, uh, and do the best you can at it and just keep on growing, keep on learning, and uh, just stay in the Word. 
Blake Cook. He's going to have a big season next year. And if you want to follow him, do it at Blake Cook Racing on Twitter. Blake Cook at Facebook. He's also on Instagram as well. And Blake, it's always great to catch up with my friend. We look forward to following you this season and uh, have a great off season. And we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Roman. Good talking to you, man. You bet. Blake Cook, God bless you, my friend. When we come back, Darren Gray will be from All Pro Dad, our good friend, and he'll talk about something brand new. Back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Coming in with me, one of my good friends and a guy who's been on this show many times, also co-hosted on this program. He's got a lot of things going on. Uh, we know him from All Pro Dad and his relationship with Coach with our, our good friend Coach Tony Dungy, and uh, also all the great stuff uh, that he's involved with the special events. And uh, he has a new company that we're going to talk to him about today. Uh, you can go check it out. The Lions Lead. Uh, dot com. It's a leadership program for corporate business as well as college sports and high school sports and so many other things, which we'll talk about. Our good friend Darren Gray. Darren, how are you? I am doing very well, Roman. Great to be with you here tonight. Darren, this is a busy time of the year for everybody, but for you especially as we uh, prepare for Super Bowl in Minneapolis this year. Um, you know, we haven't talked since uh, probably the beginning of the season. We have personally, but not on the air. But uh, your thoughts about where we are uh, with the NFL and just uh, all the hoopla that's going on right now with the National Anthem and Colin Kaepernick and Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell and uh, a, lot of, a, a lot of drama. You know, there's a lot of drama, but the, my perspective is I think the Lord's up to something special here. And some of this adversity uh, that we're seeing played out around the National Anthem is also leading to baptisms and conversions. Did you see what happened this week down in Dallas uh, where uh, several uh, uh, players were baptized uh, as uh, new believing Christians? You see that happening in Philadelphia. I know Baltimore is on fire. The Ravens just have a, such a heart for God. And I'm, I'm seeing the Lord using these uh, uh, tricky situations uh, to create testimonies. Are you? So you're saying, so you're saying, you're saying that you're actually seeing the part of it that the media isn't covering, the part of it that goes unsaid. You know, we see the controversy, we see the the ones who choose not to do it the right way, and you're saying that there's a whole lot of stories here that are happening that are positive because of the adversity that the press isn't covering. That's right, right? These adverse situations are turning the hearts of these young men that happen to be faster and stronger and have the capability to play in the NFL. Uh, and, but the Lord is using these tricky situations to, uh, to allow them to assess themselves, to think about their own circumstance and situation. And uh, when we find the end of ourselves, sometimes uh, it will lead us directly to the risen Savior. And I see that happening in team after team, Roman, and uh, to be part of that and to bear witness to that is really an untold story 
uh, and and one that I'm thrilled that we get to talk about this morning. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to Blake Cook, an Xfinity driver, a uh, good friend of mine who lives down here near Charlotte and has, has had a five-year career and doing extremely well, and we were talking about the difference in philosophy in how NASCAR handles the military, handles the national anthem, handles prayer, and handles the whole faith, family, and God perspective uh, in the way they cover their sport. And he was saying that uh, although he hasn't been to a lot of other sports, that NASCAR is extremely special because they honor that. And he said, you know, one thing that I realized, and I loved hearing this, was I'm racing today because of so many loyal fans that allow me the opportunity. Yes, we all stand on the backs of others, don't we? We are all connected, and uh, NASCAR does as good a job of that as any sport. Uh, you know, that car doesn't go around unless those logos on the side are supported. Uh, but those logos are so much more than that. Those are, are companies that are populated by people, and those people uh, uh, want to serve and, and lead, and they use NASCAR as a sport to, to reach a broader audience. But uh, yes, NASCAR, they do a great job uh, making that connection. Darren Gray with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. And, of course, Darren and I will be at Super Bowl this year, Super Bowl 53. Can you believe it? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Should be should be a great one as we got a lot of good teams vying for a Super Bowl spot. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you and I have talked about is, is, is uh, you know, using the platform that you have been given by the Lord no matter where you're at to make a difference in others' lives and to make a difference not just here at home, uh, but overseas, and, and you are going to be doing something I know a year ago you had a tremendous opportunity, and, and, and it's coming around again, and that is this uh, incredible trip to Jerusalem that you take with, um, with with Christian athletes and many of them NFL players. Tell me about that. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I'm taking 25 NFL players and coaches to the Holy Land in the springtime right before Easter, and we're going to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We're going to walk in the footsteps of Paul. Uh, we're going to go to all the special places in and around Galilee and Jerusalem. And uh, while we're there, we're going to teach some really important Bible understandings to these uh, young men that have worn the jersey in the NFL, and we're going to equip and teach them so that when they come back stateside, that they can teach and use their platform uh, to uh, spread the gospel uh, back in the States. So we are very excited about the trip. We're uh, designing a really special experience, and uh, it's going to be an opportunity of a lifetime for uh, many of these young players that are going to be uh, joining the trip with me. How did it impact you last year, Darren? I know, I know, you know it's an opportunity for these young men, but um, for you, how did it impact you, the trip last year? Yeah, when I was there this last March uh, with Ben Utech, uh, one of uh, uh, the Tony Dungy's tight ends, and then also Israel Adonijah, great Bears uh, defensive end, uh, as we walked in the footsteps of Christ, and I, I got to go to special places like uh, the synagogue of Magdala, uh, uh, which was the family of Mary Magdalene, uh, her family had a synagogue uh, there uh, where Jesus surely taught. Uh, and when I stood in this synagogue, uh, it just left me with a profound feeling 
uh, and connection to my Lord and Savior in a way that's really almost beyond words, Roman. Uh, but when you stand in those places, when you stand on the mount where he gave the Sermon on a Mount, or when you stand in Jerusalem in the holy places, uh, it was uh, just a profound understanding and a knowing uh, that I am part of a story. I'm part of his story, as in the story of the Lord, which is so much bigger uh, than myself or the NFL or any other earthly thing. And it just gave me the confidence uh, that I, uh, uh, I know and believe uh, that I am a child of God, I am a child of the risen Savior, and it was powerful and uh, something that I hope everybody can accomplish in their lifetime is to get a trip to Israel. Of course, you're talking to Darren Gray, and uh, Darren and I met years ago uh, through his relationship with Coach Tony Dungy and, and his uh, working alongside All-Pro Dad, uh, which you know very well here as we've talked about for many years. But um, Darren has parlayed all that experience with All-Pro Dad and mentoring fathers and sons and raising significant funding for them uh, and also putting on some incredible special events and opportunities uh, that youth and their fathers get a chance to experience together, whether that's an on-field experience with the Dallas Cowboys or seeing Coach Dungy or being at the uh, Hall uh, at the uh, Hall of Fame like we were a couple of years ago with Joe Gibbs and Coach Dungy talking to a group of businessmen and fathers. Uh, he has uh, launched a, a program uh, that he is involved with others on called Lions Lead, and it's basically turning leaders into an extraordinary leader and transforming behavioral uh, culture. And uh, this is an incredible opportunity and something that's really become big in corporations. But what I'm really excited with this whole life coaching type of concept is, is that Darren has an opportunity to go into high school athletic programs and college athletic programs and uh, be able to work with coaching staffs and their players of how uh, they can take their strengths and their weaknesses and become better as a team. So talk to us about uh, about Lions Lead. Yeah, well, you can learn more at thelionslead.com. I think that Chuck Knoll said it best. He said, champions aren't champions because they do extraordinary things. They're champions because they do ordinary things better than anyone else. Isn't that good for us to remember that we as leaders need to be focused on the small daily behaviors that lead us toward higher levels of performance, that lead us to become exceptional in our spheres of influence? I was working on a project with a Division I a football program yesterday that uh, uh, your listeners would all know about. Uh, having to do with raising up leaders inside of their team uh, that an- that are anchored in uh, emotional intelligences, that are anchored in self-awarenesses and self-leadership strategies that allow them to do these little things better than anyone else. And I tell you what, the Lions Lead has really transformed the way that uh, we help people understand how it is, the exact actions that they need to take in order to become more exceptional. So there's a battery of assessments that we use as part of part of a project that we call the Sports Science Combine, where we bring together the best of sports training, which is, you know, the athletic dimensions, right? Speed, strength, agility, load, explode, drive, and then package that with uh, these behavioral intelligences 
uh, that have to do with self-awareness and self-directedness and emotional intelligences. And when you combine all of that, uh, my goodness, uh, you can really create a powerful edge for your team uh, that through, through a project that we call Purpose-Inspired Coaching. So that's it in a, in a thumbnail. Uh, we'll probably need more time to talk about this at a later date, but that'll give you a good idea of what I'm working on, Roman. TheLionsLead.com for information. Some of the things they deal with is auditing corporate culture, assessing leadership behavior, solving people problems, developing generational readiness, increasing sales, which obviously any company wants to do. And when you rely on that to football, increasing performance creates wins, um, improved team performance, which we've talked about as well. But um, about uh, 20 seconds, Darren, um, very quickly. Um, if they want to get more information, they go to lionslead.com. And this is something that can work for high school, college, or professionals, correct? It absolutely can. Make sure to put the word the in front of it, thelionslead.com. But, yes, we do it in sports context. We do it in boardrooms. We do it in classrooms. And we help others to make an impact by doing the small things better than anyone else. Thelionslead.com. Darren Gray, our good friend. When we come back, hey. We'll see you next You've week on been Sold Out Sports Talk. You've to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.